Welcome to After a Few Podcast. Me and Scotty are back with a special episode tonight uh, with tons to talk on. Uh, fight predictions, post wrap up of the Money Mayweather and Conor McGregor fight. We have uh, we have pre-ordered the fight. We have enough beer to kill a village and we are ready to rock. Got a few buddies going to give uh, some pre-game predictions along with great segments. Hope everybody enjoys. It's time. Let's get it on. That's what she said. How ridiculous. Guy serious right now. A little incoherent. What's happening? Throwing bangers out. Oh, H. Oh, God. Here we go. We're going to come out swinging tonight. I think we just need to start with Dumbass of the Week. As Aaron said, we've got a couple special guests here. We've got money, and we've got Grady. What up, what up? Guys, how we doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Doing fantastic. I got a question for money quick, though. Uh, because your nickname is Money, are you on the money team? I can't give my pre-fight prediction away, sir. Okay. He's jumping the gun. Okay, I'm jumping the gun. I'm excited. He's too excited. He came early with that question. Happens a lot. <laughs> All right. So we decided to do uh, dumbass of the week with our with our guests this week. Um, let's start with. <laughs> Sorry, we had a little we had a little furniture malfunction in the studio here. <laughs> great, great. Are you okay? Yeah, great. Oh, okay, I'm fine. we're good. We're good. Okay, dumbass of the week. Let's start with money. Who who do you have? Uh, your dumbass of the week. Say, I have Rob Parker, uh, formerly of ESPN, now with Fox Sports. You know, there's a lot of talk this week with uh, the Cavs-Celtics trade, and you know, I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan, so I don't appreciate what he had to say about that. And, you know, just some other stuff that he had to say uh, kind of goes political a little bit, but I'm going to try to stay away from that. We appreciate that. Appreciate that, that yeah. But I'm going to get started. Um, you know, one thing that stuck out to me the most is Parker said, you know, he LeBron wouldn't have won that finals without Kyrie said Kyrie drove the bus and so I looked up some stats and they're all looking at the uh, final 16 series which is fine um, but I went ahead and looked a little bit further season career stats you know LeBron's outscoring Kyrie at six point average four point rebound average uh, then has about two more assists per game than Kyrie um, playoff career wise LeBron's owning that about by five points, rebounds, five uh, assists. He's up about two. So that's his career averages, though, right? Those are both their career averages. Both their career averages. No yeah. one gives a crap about the season stats. That's fine. So I went ahead and looked up the final 16 stats. This is what I want. This is what I want. All okay, right. I'm listening. You have LeBron average 29.7 points a game, Kyrie at 27.1. So it is fairly close. Uh you get into rebounds, obviously, with LeBron's size and strength. You expect him to, you know, shine in that category right. with 11.3 to 3.9 of Kyrie. But here's what got me the most. Assists. 8.9 for LeBron, Kyrie with only 3.9. Now, in that series, LeBron also had four double-doubles and two triple-doubles. Now, I won't argue with the fact Kyrie probably hit the biggest shot of his career. 
you know, to win the finals. You can't argue that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to argue that with anybody, but that's one shot. You know, I'm, I'm sure there were several others that Kyrie hit, but without LeBron, the whole, through that whole playoffs, not just the finals, you know, you're, you're kind of, what, what are you looking at? I, I How's like, that a debate? I, I like the pick, but here's my thing on it. You got, uh, you got to think about Kyrie as a scorer, not as an assist man, because Kyrie does not have the ball in his hand. He never has the ball. LeBron is ball dominant. And he makes the great pass, yes, but he's the one setting uh, Kyrie up for the points. I do agree um, with everything you said. And uh, Rob Parker, he is a uh, he. I hate that guy. So yeah, he's deserving. All right, money's pick for dumbass of the week, Rob Parker. For understandable reasons, Grady, who you got? All right, guys. So my dumbass of the week is Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh has not updated his football roster since August of 2016. So to, to kind of get you you guys an idea of who is still on the current roster, you've got Cleveland Brown, Jabril Peppers, and you've also got Dallas Cowboy, Taco Charlton. Now those are just a couple guys that, you know, they're kind of like the big marquee guys that came out of that class. Um, but also, for some random reason, Michigan said that the rosters will be out on August 30th, and it seems kind of like a random arbitrary date, but... It just so happens to be three days before their big matchup with Florida, right? Uh, this week, Jim McElwain, jokingly during a press conference, told the media that if they figure out who they're actually playing, you know, referring to Michigan, that he wants them to let him know. So this was clearly a joke. Uh, and even some particular media outlet filed a Freedom of Information Act request to get the names of the players on a football team. So, wow. I, don't so- know, I think that that goes to show kind of how ridiculous this whole thing is gone. so they're they're going pretty far with, with this like that's ridiculous like it, it doesn't really surprise me that harbaugh hasn't updated his roster since 2016 he hasn't updated his wardrobe since 1986 so <laughs> i love it i love it i don't i don't expect him to update his roster like i don't know it's it's hardball being hardball right element of surprise like whatever and but that's pretty that's pretty crazy they filed a freedom of information act i did not know that that's uh that's warranted yeah. Like yeah, that. and I think with, like, the media, they're just, like, so sick of Jim. Like, just upload your freaking roster so we can do some analysis on this game and actually put something on our website, whatever, whatever we're trying to do. But they can't because nobody freaking knows who's on the Michigan football team. Right. So, you know, this is typical Harbaugh. And to me, antics just take away from what Harbaugh's doing and done over the last two years at Michigan. And to me, it's just, like, it's withholding rosters just, like, lacks gamesmanship. You know, ninety nine point nine percent of all football programs release their rosters. Just like, come on, man, just freaking do it. It's you know, Michigan, though. When have you expected them to be? Uh, Great point. Be sportsmen. Great point. Um, so this just like leads me to question: Does Jim think he needs to do this to win their football game against Florida? And does he not feel confident in his team beating Florida without these like shenanigans? Like, does he does he feel like he needs this upper hand to to propel them over Florida? Right, like it's like it's a little something extra, a little element of surprise kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. I don't like you said. I think it's just hardball being hardball, and I don't think we should give him more attention than than yeah, that. And I, uh, I appreciate that because Buckeye season is around the corner, and uh, we got we're we're all getting jacked for it. I mean, we can't wait. We yeah. are. And, and my final thought on this is Mac. I mean, this came out this week as well. McElwain told reporters that he thinks he'll play three different quarterbacks in that game. Not two, three different quarterbacks. 
so I don't think that's ever a good idea at any level of football. Uh, it's never worked. Uh, so if Harbaugh needs to have an advantage on the team attempting to choose between, between three quarterbacks, then to me Harbaugh is just a complete dumbass. What was it against Utah? Well, that was his first year coaching, right? Against Utah, Harbaugh? Yeah. They correct. opened up with? What did he do then, though? How many quarter, I, I, he said he'd play two or three quarterbacks in that game too, right? No, I'm talking McIlwain for Florida. So oh, he's going to start okay. three So what I'm saying is if, if Michigan feels like they need to go this extra mile to get this upper hand on a team that's not even sure between three quarterbacks, then, like, come on, Michigan. Like, what type of program are you trying to run? Are you as elite as what you you say you are or you're trying to be? So, once again, that's why Harbaugh is my dumbass of the week. All right, Jim Harbaugh, dumbass of the week. I love it. Uh, absolutely agree. So let's keep it rolling here. Get to everybody. Uh, the thing that everybody wants us to talk about: fight predictions for tonight's fight. Mayweather McGregor finally here, coming at you in a little over an hour. Um, and I think we need to play a little game during this I fight. Totally agree. Make it a little interesting. So here are the rules: one beer every two rounds, and a shot every time one of the fighters gets knocked down. So we won't be taking shots then. Is that is that what I'm understanding? <laughs> There's not going to be. Any, it, do we not want to get drunk just, tonight or it's, what? It's just. Uh, I'm hoping it's a. I'm hoping it's a uh, two second knockout, and we can just get to our card games on the table. But. So here, here's here's what I would say too. If it's a knockout before the halfway point, then that that's automatically two shots. I'm a, I'm in with that. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I think it's the best the best decision because. We demand the best out of our friends when it comes to drinking. Um, it could be great. Probably going to go drastically wrong, which is fine by me. I mean, it's at our house, but... Li- well, we'll, have, we'll have the post-game fight between Money and Aaron. That's that's what will end up happening. Yeah, that's what's probably going to end up happening. <laughs> we'll cover that later, too. We'll, but honestly... That's probably when Team Money's win. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Team Money doesn't win in the first fight, he will win in the we'll second We'll wait till one. we get to the predictions until we start our own fight. But uh, if anybody throws up in my house... There, I mean, you got to clean my house tomorrow, and it's non-negotiable. It's that's that's the rule I'm setting tonight. I think. Uh, so does that apply to you as well? Yeah, but I'm not going to throw up. You're just gonna probably pee the bed. <laughs> that that is always uh, in the cards. It's more likely than than it's, puking. It's always in the cards. So just, we'll uh, just wrap yourself in saran wrap tonight, and it just <laughs> you'll avoid every possible thing that could go wrong until it's leaking down my leg. But it, it, uh, you won't be peeing the bed, so Ashley won't be as mad. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Let's, I mean, whatever, Grady. That's a low blow. Um, <laughs> speaking of low blows, let's get to the fight predictions. Uh, we're going to start out with uh, we're going to start out with Justin here, and we're gonna we're gonna see what he's got. We need a I need a round. How many rounds are going to go? I need a winner, and uh, give me a little bit of detailed a detailed why. Man, this is a tough decision. I'm McGregor all the way, but. <laughs> Just, just boxing has me worried in general. Uh, you know, McGregor's a come at you guy. Floyd's one of them guys. I haven't seen a lot of his fights, but he lets it come to him. He's smart. He uh, he plays his opponent well. Uh, very tactical. But uh, you know, I'm gonna stick with McGregor, and I'm gonna go tenth round knockout. Um, I think we'll go that far. I think Whoa. McGregor's... Tenth round knockout, McGregor. Tenth That's round, bold! Tenth round. Um, I think McGregor's going to wear him down. Uh, you know, I uh, was talking to my brother this afternoon, and 
He said, everybody's worried about McGregor going 12 rounds. Well, UFC, it's five rounds, five minutes. All right, and it's a lot faster play, pace. Um, you got dudes laying on you. I mean, you, it, to me, it's no question that McGregor can go the full 12. But uh, I think if it does go 12, I think Floyd has it. You know, I, I agree with what you said there, but I want you to consider this as well. The gloves are bigger. So let's They're heavier. Let, hold on. Let's eight let's, ounce. In boxing. We went and down compare, to eight I'm ounce. I'm comparing UFC to even eight ounce gloves today that they're going to be using. you got to have your, your hands ready up. You know, in UFC, you don't necessarily have that. Some A lot of the times, McGregor will have his hands down. So that's I, that's, that's more where I worry is the upper body stamina. Not so much, you know, I guess so much. All right, Grady. So what's, what's your prediction then? Oh, my prediction? All right, so I think McGregor wins one of the first three rounds, and the reason I think that is because he's so unorthodox, he's so different from what Mayweather has ever seen. Um, but I think that's all he he has three to five rounds max to make a solid hit on Mayweather, make solid contact, um, because Mayweather is so good at picking up on patterns and tendencies that if uh, if after three to five rounds, I think McGregor is basically done. I don't think McGregor will land a punch after the three to five rounds because of the mid-fight adjustments. Mayweather picks up on the tactics, and he won't take a shot from McGregor. All right, so how many rounds and who wins? I think it goes the distance, and I think Mayweather just plays to the score like he always does. Decision to Mayweather. Decision, goes the distance, Mayweather wins. All right. Aaron, what do you got? I got, um, I got McGregor second round knockout. Market here, you heard it first. Ballsy. Second round knockout. Ballsy. Yeah. Do you want to do you want some side and, action on that? Because I will give it to you. Well, here's what I'm gonna do. If uh if that doesn't happen in the first two rounds, all right. So well what my actual prediction will be, I got him winning in the first two rounds knockout. And we'll put it that way. If it doesn't happen, I'll shotgun a beer live on uh live on Twitter. If it does, um these three monkeys will uh We'll go ahead and shotgun and Dance I Dance for me, boy. Yeah. That's fine. I'm I'm totally I'm I agree to that one hundred percent. All right, so that's gonna be that bet. So uh, by the third round you're gonna be shotgunning a beer live on Twitter. Is that what we're saying? That's that's pretty much what's gonna be happening, okay. I guess. So um that's my prediction and I'm sticking to it and McGregor's second round knockout. What's your what's what's your reasoning behind that? My reasoning is because I think he's just gonna come out with a fistful of fire. And Mayweather is kind of going to be looking at him. Is that a redhead joke? Uh, No, but (laughs) tacking gingers on this podcast, are we? Is that what we we do here? You'd be surprised. Come on, guys. Um, I I, I really feel, I want UFC to win. I hate boxing. I hate Mayweather. He's an idiot. So that's, I I want McGregor to win. And if I want somebody to win, like I'm going to do like stupid things. I'm going to bet something stupid on him. So, so. so, So you don't have any factual basic for this. You're just. Going with your your heart on it. It's what's gonna be. <laughs> Quick question though: Did anybody confirm if Mayweather can or cannot read, or is that just like something McGregor says? Well, it doesn't matter if he's gonna read. He's gonna be reading a press he, conference. He's the richest dumb guy I've ever yeah. seen ever. Well, if that's the case, you so, don't have to read to be rich. So <laughs> great right. point. Was great there point. any? Now let me ask you this: Was there any truth to Floyd saying he's gonna come out? Attacking right away instead of sitting back. He ain't and doing no, that. no. You don't think he's doing that? You think he's just going to too much money, too much ego to yeah. go anyway. You know, go that's my prediction. And we'll, uh, I guess, I'll be uh, videotaping these three 
Nimrods, uh, Shotgun and Beers, round three. Yeah, good luck with that. So we'll have Barry live on Twitter. What do you got? What do you got then? There's, there's no way. I'm with Grady 100%. I mean, there's been so much hype going into this fight. Would I like to see McGregor win? Yes. I think every, I think most people would like to see McGregor win, especially with the number of bets that are on him with the crazy odds at the beginning. You know, we've talked about this before. But there's no way. You can't come in to a completely different sport and dominate the best of the best of that there's been probably of all time. You just, you can't do it. Do I think he's going to have, do I think McGregor's going to have a problem going the distance? No, I don't. I don't think stamina is going to be an issue, but Floyd is calculating. He's crafty. He waits for his moments and he's just going to toy with him. It's going to be a cat and mouse game the whole time. It's going to go the distance. Floyd's going to get the decision. That's how it's going to be. I agree with Grady hundred percent. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Let's uh, hit the grill. Let's get something to eat. Got some beers to drink. Yeah. Uh, and get out of here so we will uh we're coming back live after uh well, post game post mortem yeah so we'll be good and liquored up by them well at least barry will be because he's shot in a beer third round so bye <laughs>